Here we go. Here we go. Good morning, everyone. I'm warning you right away. Benji and Bella are in the house. My daughter does what she's not supposed to do before I I start a podcast. She walks in, excites them, and then she leaves. What do you think? Who has dogs here? On my Zoom, who has dogs? What do you think happens? So I'm warning you right now, okay? Uh, Stay focused. Stay focused. Okay. My name is Maria Mariano. Those joining us for the very first time. I'm a multi-level marketing specialist for the last 39 years. And we just had once again, the most smashing month of November of all times where the growth is bigger the entire than the entire sales of last year. And it's all about this chapter, seeking first to understand, then to be understood, habit Five. Oh, my friends, my friends, my friends, I can't tell you how important habit five is going to be. But once again, remember, you need to be secure as an individual. You need to be secure as an individual. So go back. I, you know, sometimes even if you don't have the book, just Google habit, habit one, habit two, habit three. How can I work on my inner self so I become a confident person? So then I can work on the outer self. Habit five is all about seeking first to understand, then to be understood. And once again, if you're not on our inspirational group, the millionaires of the diamonds, you've got to go on. Now, if your first post you see, it's French and you're English speaking. Don't do this. Oh, it's all French. No, it's bilingual. And I can't wait for when these social media platforms does automatic translation. Even when we speak, it's going to be happening. It's a bilingual uh, group where we want to connect east to west, north to south, all Canadians together in the podcast, The Millionaire of the Dimes. This is what it's about. The subject diving into it, because when you go on the group, sorry, you're going to get the exercises. Today, when we're going to dive into the subject, what you're going to be missing is the examples. Marie-Pierre, that's what we should put down, uh, post the examples when people talk between each other, the difference between empathic listening and what everybody else does. Ah, there we go. I got... As I'm speaking to you, I'm figuring things out. So once again, good morning, everyone. Welcome. Today, we're going to first cover how we listen. And second, how to actually listen. So it's a kind of a recap of yesterday. If you want yesterday's podcast, don't tell me, oh, she said that yesterday. You know what? I've read it 10 times. I'm still saying to myself, I need to work on it more and more, okay? Repetition brings conviction. What I need to tell you this morning is that 
Empathic listening, which is habit number five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. You've got to be empathic when listening. It is very risky and it is very hard to seek first to understand, then to be understood because it takes time. This is why people don't do it. This is why people immediately go into evaluating, probing, advising, interpreting Every single time within their own experiences, within their own references, because it's so much easier. You see, Sandy, I see Sandy. I know you get me, Sandy. It's so much easier. But I can tell you, if I didn't truly seek first to understand then to be understood, I don't think, Sandy, I would have stayed married with Mohammed 34 years. You see, it, it, it's, it's empathic listening that that has um, that has been the glue to our relationship as a couple. And yesterday was so funny, Marie Pierre. I forgot to share it with you. I call Mohammed for the tracks because our company uh, gives us cars and they exchange, they change the tires, winter tires. It's such a privilege. And I said, Mo, you gotta you gotta bring in the car. Sylvie's gonna go bring bring the car. Da 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 da. And then I say to him, he says to me, I finished doing the. Um, the renovation for the new um, renter. How's that said in English? Uh, you know, I'm a landlord. When you when you rent, anyways, for the renter, and uh, it looks like new Maria. You see, this is our couple. How it works. So I tenant. Thank you, Monique. Thank you, tenant with a T at the end. Yes. Okay. So I say to him, you know, Mohammed, this is what I love about you. You always over deliver. And this is why you're successful. What I'm basically showing you is a typical conversation between me and a husband on a regular Thursday night at 11 o'clock at night. No conversation amongst us is left without empowering the other person. But hang on a second. As I compliment him, he goes into, and you, my wife, you're still the simple woman you were when I met you at 21. Even with all the success. And here we're throwing each other the ball. And, and I wish, Marie-Pierre, that it would have been a moment I could have recorded so I can share with you why it's so worth it to do empathic listening. It seems long, and it is. But the, the, the benefits that stem from it on the long term when it comes to personal relationship with your spouses is indescribable. The relationships that stem out of it when it comes to the, you know, your children. For, my, for me, it's Hamid, Nadia, and Yasmin. It's indescribable. It's indescribable. I mean, it's long, and we've been through a lot of stuff with our children, like most people. But when I look at the results today, it's because of that. And Monique, you've been with me in my business for longer than anybody else here on the Zoom. Monique, it's, it, it's you know... You've seen us go from 4 million, 8 million, and now we're already at 46 million. It's a long process building true, deep, meaningful relationship, but it's worth it. It's worth it. This is what you call, you call always a steady climb. So diagnosing before prescribing is a long process, but honestly, it's the landmark for all deep, meaningful relationship be it business, being with your family, being with your spouse. So remember, once again, traditionally, all of us have this natural instinct to respond with 
evaluating, again, coming from uh, our past experience and our own paradigms, our own autobiographies. We typically probe, we typically advise. So Marie-Pierre, give us an example, showing us the evaluating part, the probing part, the advising part, the interpretation part, all based on our own paradigms, our own autobiographies. Yes, so you will see that it's all the same example, but how four different friends will respond to Joyce's statement about an idea she had for her family vacation. So Joyce started with, my, my family didn't like my idea for our vacation. Her first friend responds, next time, if I were you, I would talk to Beth about it first. She always seems to know the best thing to do. So, of course, this person, this friend, give advice already. So, already advice. So, that's the first one. In the next example, same beginning, Joyce <laughs> said, my, fam my family didn't like my idea for our vacation. Her second friend respond, I'm sure the only reason they didn't like it uh, they didn't like it was because it was going to cost way too much. Don't take it so personally. So in this situation, it's the interpretation. So they interpret the situation without having all the, the details. In the third example, same thing. Joyce say, my family didn't like my idea for our vacation. Her third friend responds, did you let your husband know about your idea before you told everyone? In this example, this friend is probing. So asking questions without knowing, every, uh, understand uh, all the situation. And in the fourth example, George start, my family didn't like my idea for our vacation. And her fourth friend responds, yeah, that can happen if you don't spend much time thinking about it first. So in this situation, it's evaluating. So she agree or disagree with what you say without having all the details of the situation. So it gives you maybe a little bit more to really understand the advice, interpret, probe, or evaluate in all situations. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. And once again, uh, if we can just find different examples that I love, by the way, congratulations. I love because it's, it's not easy to bring it to the table, but you're going to see that as soon as immediately you're going to be using your own experience in your own reference and within your own paradigms and within your own autobiography, you're doing this. So you're going to get on the other side, uh, children that, that don't open up to you. You're going to have on the other side husbands that don't open up to you. It's all about superficial conversation. You'll realize that a lot of your conversation with your husband or your kids is about one inch deep. Nobody really knows what's going inside. And this is because we're evaluating, we're probing, we're advising, we're interpreting even before we understand. So remember, if you don't have confidence in the diagnose, the, the diagnose, whatever the proper word is, you won't have confidence in the prescription. So our children lock us out. They become defensive. They go to the room and they stay in the room. They don't want to hear anything about us. Okay. 
I will never be able to truly step inside another person to see their world as they see it until we develop, I develop the pure desire, the strength of personal character, personal character. Again, it's so important if you're joining us for the very first time on a podcast, you've got to go through habits one, two, and three, because it's all based on character. It's all based on personal victories. Okay. So the strength of personal character and the positive emotional bank account, you need to know how to build positive emotional bank account. So even if sometimes I see something not good, not in the right words, my son is his emotional bank account is so full that it kind of slides my, my negative comment off his back, like water on a duck's back. Okay. Because they have full emotional bank accounts. You've got to understand that because I'm always thinking about the people that are joining us for the very first time. So what are the four stages to empathic listening? So if you're leaning in, here we go. The first stage is simple. It's mimic content. It is active or reflective listening. Now remember, without the character and the relationship base, between me and Monique, if I start mimicking her content, I will insult her and I will cause her to close up. But my relationship with Monique is sincere. It's deep. So she knows that she can trust me. Okay. Now, it's kind of easy, right? Because basically all, all you're doing is listening and recapping word for word what she's saying. Okay. Step two, no, you're not evaluating, you're not probing, you're not advising, you're just repeating word for word. Now, part two, I'm going to rephrase the content according to what I understand. This time, you put in their meaning into your own words, making sure you understand their meaning. Okay. This means you are thinking about what was said. You are demonstrating. So when I talk to Monique, I, I repeat now what she said, but in my words, making sure I understand. And she's going to agree or disagree. That's not what I meant. That, so we go back to one. And then we dance back to two. And sometimes I will have to go back to one, dance back to two. This is why it's a long process. This is why you can't do this with everybody you meet. You have to choose with who you're going to invest serious time in building in building deep, meaningful relationships, right? Now, once she agrees that I'm finally getting it, okay, we can go in step three, which is reflect on the feelings. Now, you see, at this stage, what I'm basically looking for, Monique, is what you're not telling me. I'm basically paying attention to what you're saying, but more importantly, to what your feeling. Now, I know you're on, on most of my inner circles. You've seen how the inner circles, how many times it happens that we start crying on them because what's happening here, there's the mimic part, there's the rephrasing, but now I, I, I'm kind of getting the feeling and I'm able to uh, just underline one element that she didn't say, but that she sees I'm feeling it. And a lot of my meetings I have one-on-one, -on -one, what happens is there's a lot of emotion because there, people can't express themselves. So I need to have, we need to develop the discernment to see the unsaid. And that's only the feeling. 
Now, if I'm not looking into your eyes, Trish, when you're talking, and I don't do part one and part two, I can never get to feel what you're not actually saying. Okay. And now I'm ready to go in the fourth part, which is rephrase the content and reflect the feelings. Okay. Here you're using both sides of your brain to understand. And only now I can allow myself to give Monique a, di a, a prescription and she's going to trust my prescription. Now, remember, the fourth stage of listening, which is called empathic listening, yes, it requires skills for sure to have a good marriage, good relationship, build a multi-million dollar, multi-level marketing business. But it's so important that you're doing it authentically, that you're not doing it just to, ah, oh, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, you guys, you've already talked to people that you feel they just want to manipulate you so they can sell you something or, okay. Like if, if they feel, if they feel for a second that it's not about them, it's about you getting what you want, you've lost the battle. It's like your children. If they feel for a second that you're communicating with them so they can follow your rules, you've lost the battle. You've lost your kids. Your kids, it's going to be like um, uh, um, a chore to come and see you once a week. Okay? It's going to be like, oh, I got to call my mother. <sighs> okay? And, and some of you might be those type of people right now that it's a chore to go see your parents or call your parents. Now you know why. Because every time you talk to them, they're probing you, they're, they're analyzing you, they're, and you're walking out of there always frustrated after having talked to them. Anybody feel me right now? Okay. Don't be that parent. Don't be that wife. Don't be that husband. Don't be that leader. Okay, so as you rephrase content and reflect feelings, you are giving him some brain air, oxygen, I'm calling it, okay? You are helping him work through his own thoughts and own feelings. This morning, we did our live, but Sylvain wasn't with us on the live. And basically, Marie-Pierre, you know, I questioned him. So just to give him some brain oxygen, unstress him. The rest, he's going to have to figure it out. He's a big boy. But my job was just to give him some air, give him some oxygen. It opens a soul-to-soul -soul flow. He trusts me. He's going to trust you because you feel him. And of course, I think, Marie-Pierre, once again, it's better explained through a real-life example. Yes, so we'll start with another example. Now we are talking with Steve. <laughs> so the first stage is mimicking. So here's an example. Steve say, this project is really getting the best of me. I don't know if I'm going to get it done before my son's birthday. And you respond in the mimicking stage. You think this project is getting the best of you. You don't know if you're going to get it done by and the date of your son's birthday. So you just listen to the words and you repeat them. When we go in, in the second stage, rephrase the content. So same example, Steve say, this project is really getting the best of me. I don't know if I'm going to get it done before my son's birthday. And you respond, it sounds like you have some deadlines you are trying to meet. So yes, you rephrase to make sure that you understand 
from is frame of reference. When we go in the third stage of uh, empathic listening, reflect the feeling. So you listen with your ears, eyes, and heart. So Steve say, this project is really getting the best of me. I don't know if I can get it done by my son's birthday. And you respond, Steve, you seem a little worried. So now it's really about the feeling. And when you go in the fourth stage of the empathic listening, now you can rephrase the content and reflect the feeling. So it's really the true effectiveness of empathic listening. So same starting, <laughs> Steve say, this project is really getting the best of me. I don't know if I can get it done by my son's birthday. And you respond, it seems like you are worried about some deadlines you are trying to meet. So you get the part of the feeling that is worried, but you uh, keep the content that is about the deadline he, have, he has to meet. So that's the fourth um, development stage of the empathic listening. So that's the true effectiveness that you want to achieve. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. And, and I know a lot of us are going, ah, ah, I get it. And you'll see other examples. So once again, if you haven't joined our group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, this is where you're going to get all your exercises, more explanation, because we only have like basically 25 minutes in the morning. If I remove all the, the don't forget to join our group, don't forget to. To, to share. Don't forget to comment. Okay. It, it's not a long time. And I really need you to get this because as we close 2021, I want you to walk in 2022 with new rules, new benchmarks, a new mindset where you're going to make, you're going to be the difference maker. So what is the difference now? Well, you're actually understanding them through their paradigms, their autobiography, and not through ours. So it's going to require, once again, time. Genuinely seeking the welfare of the other individual. Let me repeat, genuinely seeking the welfare of the other individual. I mean, I've said in the past, Marie-Pierre, to a director, uh, because, you see, if you're lying to me, this type of... Um, this type of empathic listening um, makes me realize also immediately that you're lying to me. So I'll give you an example. I have a meeting with a brand new director, right? And within 15, 20 minutes, I, I say, so if I understand you correctly, so I close it off with the fourth step that Marie-Pierre just talked about, you became a director for the $1,000 cash. So there's nothing in common between you and me. And that was the end of the conversation. You see, it also allows me to filter out, Sandy, those people that I don't want to be associated with. So I want you to know it's not about saving the world. It is about associating ourselves to the right people more than anything else. Everybody follow me on this? So it helps me say, shit, she's a liar. Get her out. She's a dreamer. Get her out. Because I'm not here to, 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 tr oh, like, I'm limited to building a relationship with my husband. The rest is up to him. You see? With my children, I want to have a great relationship. The rest of it is up to them. 
And this is what you always have to keep in mind. Listen, I listen with pure desire to understand. Is it for me? Is it not for me? Truly understand without hypocrisy. Okay, because this is the only time I will really know and understand who is in front of me. How many of you have spent a lot of time with a person only to find out that that person wasn't good for you? Come on, guys. I'm not the only one. Okay. We're going to say stop to this in 2022. New rules. Okay. You want my time? Let's make sure we understand each other. I want to know the depth of your character and you need to know the depth of my character. Because when you know me, you know that I'm a mile deep, an inch wide. You know that I always over deliver. You know that my thoughts are always constructive. So you have to be careful that people like that, people that aren't like that don't taint you to becoming somebody you're not because you just get angry all the time that nobody, you know, nobody's giving. You're giving, 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 but nobody's filling your cup. Okay. Emp 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 Empathic listening takes time, once again, but remember, it's the bedrock. A empathic listener makes people feel safe and reassured, and they trust you. What I need you to do this weekend is practice empathic listening. Who, those that I can see on Zoom, who has a husband or a spouse waiting at home? Okay, go get the four ways and make sure you choose a subject. You let him know, I want to practice something. Be very transparent. Okay, choose a subject that you haven't been, been agreeing on, like buying a, a cottage or not. Okay, and practice empathic listening and see what happens. Okay, get your sister, maybe that you're like the only relationship you have with your sister is a love hate relationship. Of course, you love her, but you just can't get along. Okay, I challenge you to choose a subject and say, We're going to choose this subject that we never agreed upon. And let me practice what I just learned on Friday with Maria and Marie-Pierre. I want to practice empathic, make it very transparent, very clear. Go and see what happens. And please, please, for those of you that will have done it, can you go on the group Inspirational of the Diamonds and do us a live on what you realized? how it made you feel. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you this and I'm becoming emotional because I know a lot of you will have paradigm shifts this weekend. If you only trust me and me telling you, trust what Stephen Covey is saying, he is so on the ball when it comes to this. And some of you may simply rebuild relationships that you thought would never, ever be possible. Okay, so have fun with it. Hey, guys, thank you for the Anglophones. Have a fantastic uh, rally tonight together. Be intentional about developing and working the end and mind of December and working the first two days of January. I call it the beginning in mind. Love you guys. Thank you for joining us. Bye, my friends. Ciao. Ciao.